hello. Thank you for tuning in to the Reimagining Retirement Podcast with your host, Christine Jensen of the Arvada branch of Fairway Independent Mortgage. Christine is a certified reverse mortgage planner, and we are here to change the way retirement is done and to take some of the mystery out of reverse mortgages while we do just that. Connect with us on Facebook at Reimagining Retirement or on Instagram at Christine Reverse. All right, here we go. Well, hello, everyone, and thank you. It's such a pleasure to have you with us for another episode of Reimagining Retirement. You know, it's time to face the misconceptions about reverse mortgages and to expand options for clients as they approach their retirement years. Today, we're going to learn how we can help them increase their wealth by incorporating all of the assets at their disposal, including leveraging their home equity by using a reverse mortgage as a financial planning tool. So I want to thank and welcome my guest, LaDawn Sperling, who is not only a professional that I love to work with, but a friend as well. Welcome, LaDawn. Thanks, Christine. So I'm great excited to, to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So I have to brag about you a little bit because there's so much about not only you as a professional, but you as a human being that I absolutely just admire. You and I, interestingly, first got to know each other even outside of real estate and mortgage banking in some community service projects. And it's been really fun to watch how you've really cultivated that community spirit. You do some work on the Jeffco Action Center for families that need a little leg up. And my team right now is participating in your food drive. So thank you for fantastic. Thank you so much. I've been doing a food drive for the Action Center for more than a decade, actually, even before I started selling real estate. So oh, good for you you for being part of that. Good for you. But that that spirit of community service really kind of goes into so many other areas of your work as well. You're the governor's appointee representing Congressional District 7 on the Colorado Housing Board as well, right? I am. Um, We're the board that decides how the funding for low-income housing is distributed, which projects get the funding. And I just joined that board at the beginning of this year, and it's been a great board to be on because it really fits with what the work I do at the Action Center as well. Perfect. Oh my goodness. And then you're also on the board of Spay Today, yes? I am. Spay Today provides low-cost spay and neuter surgeries to help keep the pet adoption fees down. So when someone wants to adopt a pet, they don't have to pay $400 to have their pet spayed or neutered at a much more reasonable price for them. So, and they also partner with the Action Center and do vouchers for the Action Center. So everything is tied in together somehow. Oh, it good. Seems. good, good, good. Help our furry family members too, right? That's right. <laughs> Perfect. Well, LaDon, as you and I have gotten to know each other better and better over the years, I've also had the privilege of watching your professional work as well. So tell us a little bit about your background in real estate. Maybe even tell us a little bit about the story about how you landed in real estate and why you chose it and how that story came to be. Sure. So I spent 20 years working in the corporate world before I joined real estate. So real estate is really my second career. Okay. Um, my most recent job was with Newmont Mining Corporation. They're one of the largest gold producers in the world. And I spent the recession at Newmont working in gold. So of course, the recession didn't impact me as much as it impacted many people. Mm. And then once the economy started turning around, Newmont had huge layoffs, and they laid off the entire internal communications team, except me. Wow. And I did that for a few weeks and then decided this isn't really what I want to do. And I 
I put in three weeks notice and I didn't have a job and had no idea what I was doing. Oh my goodness. I know it was, it's a little bit out of character for me. In fact, my friends called an emergency summit in North Platte, Nebraska, my friends from Nebraska, so we could all get together and make sure I wasn't losing my mind. And (laughs) I spent the first month doing yoga every day. And then a friend of mine from Nebraska suggested that I go into real estate. She's a realtor. She has been for 30 years. Um, wow. she's like, she said, you've always loved this. You've always been interested in it. This is a great time for you to try it. So I signed up for real estate school and that was seven years ago. Wow. Well, what and a I've great been with Coldwell Banker the entire time um, in the Lakewood office over on Union. Super cool. Well, LaDon, I've got the privilege of working with you several times now on transactions where you help a client buy a piece of real estate or sell a piece of real estate. And one of the things that's always struck me about your work in particular is how you seem to really work hard to match your client to the right type of housing. Mm -hmm. So you and I have had a couple of clients that we've been able to work with together over the years, and you have not shied away from recommending that your clients talk to me about a reverse mortgage. And that's kind of bold. I mean, congratulations, yay for you, mostly (laughs) important, yay for your clients. But tell me your thoughts about reverse mortgage financing. I feel like I definitely have some clients who I've encountered who are struggling with making that regular mortgage payment, but yet they have all of this equity in their house because Mm -hmm. in Colorado prices have been going up. So people are sitting on a lot of equity and it doesn't really make sense for them to be living just cutting corners so much in their day-to-day life to make that mortgage payment when there are other options available for them. So I just really encourage them, let's look at all options and see if it's right for you. I know that I've sent clients to you who you've evaluated and it wasn't right for them at this time, but I always appreciate that you're willing to sit down with them and crunch the numbers and figure out what's the, what's the right path forward. Is it a reverse mortgage? Is it continuing to pay their traditional mortgage? Yeah. Um, What's going to be the best? Yeah. So um, we had a client uh, that we got to work on together. You sent to me, they had a a great condo down near South Wadsworth and you recognized that they weren't completely struggling, but they weren't living as comfortably as they could have been. Mm -hmm. So you told them, Hey, come and talk to Christine about a reverse mortgage. So I got a chance to visit with them. And it was kind of interesting in that conversation, as we were talking about not just the numbers of a reverse mortgage and certainly relieving a mortgage payment. That's a beautiful thing that happens to no longer have that requirement that you make a payment every month. I mean, oh my gosh, what a great Mm -hmm. blessing that is for so many people. But for this couple in particular, as we were going through the numbers, another interesting detail came out. And that was that while they were fine in the home that they were in, it wasn't really the home that they wanted to be in long term. Mm -hmm. So I got to send them back to you at that point in time and then tell us how the conversation developed from there. We did that. We, I was surprised by it. We actually did a reverse mortgage to purchase. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that they would stay in the home that they were currently in. But once we got to talking, they wanted a little bit more space and they wanted to be further south, closer to their daughter. Mm-hmm. So we started looking at options and figured out, yes, they really can. With a reverse mortgage, they were able to get into a home that did give 
them just a little bit more space. It wasn't even that much. It was a few hundred square feet, but that few hundred square feet made a huge difference to them and the proximity to their daughter. So it's, it was really fun being able to get them to where they really wanted to be. And that's really the goal for this segment of the population in particular. Well, really any segment of the population, getting them into the type of housing that really is going to give them the lifestyle that they wanted. And for this Mm -hmm. couple in particular, we were able to help them purchase the lifestyle that they wanted, right? They wanted a little bit more space. And there were a couple of features that were really important to them. And I know they gave you really clear criteria because you and I had a couple of conversations and you thought, oh my goodness, I'm not sure if they're looking for a unicorn or... Uh-huh. But, but um, found it. <laughs> you did, you found the right one. So what were some of those criteria that this couple in particular were looking for that you were able to help them find? Well, a huge one was location being further south. They wanted a little bit more square footage, but one was a dining room. The dining room they had in their place was really small. So they wanted to make sure they had a bigger dining room. Mm-hmm. And I do think overall working with people who are thinking about making a change in where they live, especially people who are nearing retirement, downsizing means different things to different people. So it's important to really sit down, like people say they're downsizing, and then they end up in a bigger house. But what was really important to them was the smaller yard. Uh So we call it downsizing, but it's not always downsizing. So I think it's important that we sit down and really figure out what is it that you want in your retirement years? Do you want something that you can just lock the door and leave? Or is it a time where you actually want a bigger yard because you have more time and you can take up, you can spend more time gardening and you can spend more time on your yard. So I think that, I think there's so many housing options out there for people in retirement that, that just coming into it, thinking downsizing is not the right approach. And yeah. And sometimes it takes a little while to explore and look at some things until Mm -hmm. you figure out what you really want to do? What is the right lifestyle for you? Yeah. You know, um, Merrill Lynch did a study. I think you're aware of it, but um, the study that Merrill Lynch did not too long ago was looking at seniors that are moving in their retirement years. And we often hear the concept of downsizing where Mm -hmm. they move from the big house that they raise their family in to a home that's smaller and more manageable. But what Merrill Lynch found in their study is that literally half, well, it was 51% of of seniors moved into a smaller and lower priced home. The other half actually either moved into a similar size and a similar priced home, or they went into a bigger home at a higher price. So you've probably seen that happen with this demographic as well. Yes. Yes, I've absolutely seen that. A lot of it is based on floor plan as Mm -hmm. their kids grow up and they have grandkids the floor mm-hmm. plan that they raise their children in just doesn't work for them anymore. Uh-huh. And they want a more open floor plan that's better for entertaining. Yes. Uh, people are moving across town to be closer to grandkids just because grandparents are so much more involved these days. They're picking up the kids from school. They want to yeah. go to all the sporting events and being across town doesn't make sense for them. So making a move is a great idea. Yeah. I know that I love having my grandkids in my back backyard practically. I can get that phone call in the afternoon where they say, oh, I forgot to tell you that Jimmy has a band concert tonight. So, you know, fortunately, they're really close by. Yeah. 
just jump in the car and, and scoot mm-hmm. on over to the school and I get to watch the band concert. So yeah, that's pretty precious time to a grandparent. Mm-hmm. So I just want to make sure that as people are thinking of this, they don't just think in terms of downsizing, that yeah. it's something where, where you can do anything you want, really. And right. it's a great time to explore and figure out what, what is going to be the right lifestyle for you. Absolutely. And, and sometimes I've shown houses to people off and on for years who are thinking about what's my retirement move. And that's okay. Sometimes it takes time to figure out what, what is going to be the right home for you. But that's what I'm here for. Exactly. So you seem to have developed some really great skills in helping them kind of work through or wrestle through all of those thought processes that it takes to really try to identify what type of housing is going to work best for them. So whether it's the client that you've worked with for a couple of years that took a while to figure out what they were looking for, what's the process that you go through? How do you help someone really discover what are those features in your next home that are going to get you the lifestyle that you really want to get? Mm-hmm. What I do first is I meet with them at their current home. Okay. And we really sit down and we walk through it and we talk about how do they use their home? What works for them? What doesn't work? What do they love about it that they want to see in their next home? Mm-hmm. And then we start looking at different areas. Sometimes they have a neighborhood already decided and we're really very specific on neighborhood. Sometimes we're looking in a, a larger geographic area, like from Arvada to Littleton mm-hmm. to find the right home. So I usually like taking people out to look at a few houses mm-hmm. and see how they feel in those homes before I can really narrow down what they want. I did have someone call me who said, we're thinking about selling our house to our daughter and we're going to move to a condo, but they already had a great ranch floor plan that they could live in forever. And I was like, I don't think that you're going to be happy in a condo. And I gave them some condo complexes in the price range that they were thinking about. And I'm like, I encourage you to drive through these and look and see how close your neighbors will be and decide, is this what you want to do? And I'm happy to show you some to see if that's what you want to do. And they actually drove through the condo complexes and they're like, you're right. They're like, we don't want to move. We don't want to sell our house. They're like, it just seems they had a corner lot and it Uh was a lot of snow to shovel. And I'm like, hire someone Uh to shovel your snow. Like, don't, don't get into a situation where you're in a condo and you're not happy there. Mm -hmm. So I'm not afraid to tell people that I think that their best option is to stay where they are and maybe refinance to a reverse mortgage because I don't want someone to move into a property and regret selling their house because that is a big decision. Right. I know that people often get attached to their homes and when they're trying to improve just a couple of different features about their lifestyle, like I don't want to shovel any longer. Right. Sometimes there's another solution available. Mm -hmm. Well, good for you. I know I've had some people who have down sized. And then I worried at the closing table that they were going to be really sad and regret it, but, but they haven't. So yeah. So I'd have to say that we do a pretty good job of narrowing in on what the right property is for them. And I haven't had anyone call me and say, Mm -hmm. I am so sad that I sold my former home. That is so affirming, isn't it? It is affirming. Yes. 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 And it's great being able to help people make that next step so they can live the lifestyle that they want to live. Mm -hmm. So this demographic that we work with, with um, seniors, older Americans, sometimes they're purchasing a new home because they're trying to simplify their lifestyle a little bit. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Um, 
But sometimes they're trying to get the life that they want out of their lifestyle. So you and I had another couple that we got to work with together. This one was a fun story. They were once again, the couple that started talking to me about a reverse mortgage to make it more comfortable to stay in the home that they were already in. We got the appraisal done and they said, holy cow, we had no idea our house was worth this much. So then they got to talk to you next and then pick up the story from there. They did. So they met me. They had me come over to their house and look at it. And they said, do you think this is what the appraisal came back at? Do you really think that we can sell our house for this much money? And I said, oh, yes, absolutely. We can We can get that price for your home. And we started crunching the numbers of what their proceeds would be. And they said, well, we have always wanted to move to Arizona to be closer to our grandkids. Mm-hmm. And this is a great opportunity for us to sell this house and moved to Arizona. And they said, if you think that we can get this much money for our house, we want to sell. <laughs> so we got it on the market and we got them their price and they are now living in Arizona. Yeah. It was really fun. I got to talk to her shortly after the closing because I then got the privilege of doing the financing and we took the proceeds from the sale of their home in Lakewood, Colorado. And we used that as the down payment on the purchase of the new home that they bought in Arizona. And then I got to do the reverse mortgage financing for the purchase of their home in Arizona. And the other really, really cool part was this couple, they've never had a reserve fund. They've never had a pile of money, a a nest egg that Mm -hmm. they could draw on. They've constantly lived, you know, just making it from month to month. But because you were able to get them such a great price for the sale of their home, and then we were able to do the reverse mortgage fund financing on the purchase of the new home in Arizona, they had a pool of money left over and they now have a reserve fund. And she was telling me shortly after the closing, this is just such a new experience for her to be able to have some money in reserves in case something comes up because something always comes up, right? It does come up. Yeah. Yeah. And it's nice to have that little bit to draw on, but to get them the lifestyle that they always wanted. So they got to spend this past summer with a swimming pool in their backyard and they loved having that down in Arizona. That was such a treat for them. Yes. So I think that reverse mortgages are a great tool to giving people the lifestyle that they want to live in retirement. Absolutely. So there's a lot of different housing styles, right? And I know you work with a lot of different kinds of housing styles. And we see quite a bit of this across the country as well. But here in Colorado, you mentioned already a couple that have a condo, another couple that have a ranch style home. Tell us about some of the other housing styles that you've helped your clients find, especially those that are in the retirement years? Sure. So I recently helped a couple buy a house in Solterra and we started out looking at the patio homes there, Mm -hmm. which are great because um, the HOA does your lawn care, your snow removal, but the HOA dues are much higher in that part of Solterra at the patio homes than they are other places. And they just weren't happy with paying that much in HOA dues after living at their previous place that had really low HOA. HOA dues, and they really weren't downsizing to get rid of yard work. So we ended up finding a ranch in Solterra for them Okay, that has the lower HOA dues. They still do the yard work. They do the snow removal, but they're fine with that. And they move closer to the grandkids. So the grandkids can help with that. And they have the lower HOA dues. So it's important to look at what are your overall costs going to be? What are the taxes? What are the HOA dues? Which Christine, you're always 
great at running numbers for people so they can see. Yep. Um, I'm a nerd. What it will really look like, which is what I love about you. Thank you. <laughs> and also I've had people who downsized in their forties. They decided to downsize because their kids were growing up and out of the house. They had one kid still in the house and they actually ended up going to Geos in Arvada because they not only wanted to get rid of the big house, but they wanted to reduce their footprint. Yeah. Footprint. And Geos is a net yeah. zero community. And it's not for people who don't want stairs, though. There are a lot of stairs in their house, but that was a great way for them to downsize. So um, there are all kinds of options in our communities. I do wish that builders would build more ranch floor plans. It seems like the townhomes that they're building are very vertical. And I keep telling builders we need more products like this, but we'll get there. There's also, Lennar has a great product called Next Gen, and it is a house within a house. So it's great for if a family wants their aging parents to move in with them, it has a little apartment within the house. And that is a great product. They have some in Golden. I've seen a lot of them more Northeast metro area. So Mm -hmm. I I hope Lennar keeps building those because I do see a lot more people who are planning to all live together. Yeah. um, So they can all support each other and everyone's right there in the same house. Well, I think, you know, that was our family's story that when my mom and dad were no longer able to live independently. The plan all along had been that they would come and live with us. And that multi-generational housing really was a joy for our family. We had a lot of fun. So my kids were teenagers. My young two younger boys were teenagers at the time. And when they would come home from school, she would ooh and ah over their papers and, oh, look, you know, you finished your assignment. Or of course, grandma can gush over what a beautiful job they did. And then mom wants to know, well, you only got a 92 on this paper. How come you didn't get a hundred, you know? <laughs> so it was nice. And then they always enjoyed watching the ball games with grandpa because grandpa always wanted to watch the ball game with them. And we did also discover at a later point in time that my dad always also hid the M&Ms down in his part of the house. Oh. <laughs> so that was the other reason I think that the kids would always <laughs> migrate down there, go find grandpa and the M&Ms. <laughs> but it really is a treat when the house is set up to be able to accommodate mm-hmm. that kind of a lifestyle. So I'm glad you've been able to help some of your clients find that kind of housing style as well. Yeah. Well, and all of this is a big change. And in sure. the corporate world, I worked in change management. Ah, did a lot of change communication. And so if we changed how people requested a vacation day, we would have this huge change plan on how do we help people adjust to, to requesting vacation in this new way. And really moving is a much bigger change than changing how you request a vacation day. And yet there's no change plan. So I really do think about how the change impacts people and how we can work through the overall change as we're going through this process. Oh, good for you. That's wonderful. And really help someone not only select the right type of housing, but then settle into that house once they've made it. Right. Because even switching grocery stores can be something that is a struggle. 
I know when I have to go to a different grocery store, I can't find anything. So, (laughs) so um, there's all these little changes that happen when you move and just helping people get through that and get to a place where they love their new home is important. Absolutely. Well, we only have a few minutes remaining and it's been such a pleasure having this conversation with you, but I'd love to have our audience get to know you just a little bit more on a personal level. So I'm going to ask you a couple of questions. You ready? I'm ready. All right. So here's the first one. If you could have coffee with anyone living or dead, who would it be and why? I would say probably Queen Elizabeth and we would have tea. Very good. I don't drink coffee and I think she probably prefers tea as well. I think you're right. And I think because she's lived such a long life and seen so many things and she's been at the forefront of all kinds of big changes that have happened throughout the world. I think it would just be fascinating to hear her talk about, about her reign. And I, I am secretly fascinated by the Royals. So I belong to a Facebook group called Royally Obsessed. And so I would love to post my photos of me with the queen at RT on that Facebook page. Oh, that would be amazing. What fun. All right. I'd like to know if you could tell our listeners, what's the title of a book on your nightstand or something that you've purchased and you've been meaning to read? So I'm in two book clubs. So I read two fiction books every month and I never Never seem to have enough time to read nonfiction books, but one that's been on my nightstand for a while is Atomic Habit. And I can't remember the name of the author, but I feel like um, I could do some work on having better habits every day. And so one of the things I started doing COVID was making our bed every day. Mm -hmm. And so I'm trying to, okay, let's start with some little habits and, Mm -hmm. and see where I can get, but that is one book that has been sitting on my nightstand. And now that I've said it here on this podcast, I am going to read it. Yay. Y'all can call me. (laughs) Good, good, good. All right. And then a question that those that know me know that I'm obsessed with the founding American. So tell me which founding American do you have a crush on? Mm, I would have to say James Madison because he's the father of our constitution. So I feel like our constitution is such an important part of who we are as a country. And I'm amazed at him because he was the one who really is the father of all of that. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Well, LaDon, how can um, our listeners contact you if they want to reach out to you and ask you a question about real estate or about the work that you're doing. Absolutely. I always love talking about real estate and my work in the community. My number is 303-710-5817. You can give me a call or text me anytime. Happy to go sit down and have coffee or tea (laughs) and discuss housing or community involvement or anything else you want to discuss, really. Excellent. And if they wanted to reach out to you, via email or on the web, how would they do that? Sure. My website is ladonsperling.com and my email is ladon.sperling at coloradohomes.com. Perfect. All right. LaDon, you've been so generous to spend some time with us today. Thank you so much. Oh, it's been great. Thanks so much that you care for your clients, especially um, older Americans. We're so grateful for the work that you do. Thanks so much, Christine. It was great being here. All right. You have a wonderful day. You too. Thanks everyone for tuning in.
podcast contains personal opinions and may not entirely represent those of Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation, NMLS number 2289. Fairway does not guarantee any services, information, and or advice provided by the individuals. Fairway is not affiliated with any government agencies. The youngest borrower must be at least 62 years old. This is not an offer to enter into an agreement. Not all customers will qualify. Information, rates, and programs are subject to change without notice. All products are subject to credit and property approval. Other restrictions and limitations may apply. Equal housing opportunity. Christine Jensen, NMLS number 244648. Arizona license number BK-0904162. Loans made or arranged pursuant to California Residential Mortgage Lending Act License Number 41DBO-783677, Licensed Nevada Mortgage Lender.